Hello, welcome back to the Out of Office podcast. My name is Fiona Thomas and I am here today to talk to you about how to make time for your passion project. So maybe you're thinking this is a podcast about freelancing. Why why are you talking about passion projects? Well, it kind of came up in conversation the other day when I was talking to Jess Berry from the co-working club and we were talking about like how when you are working in a full-time job and then you want to start a side hustle how do you kind of build momentum how do you make time for the side hustle are you just worth does it mean you're working like loads of evenings and weekends um and my answer was (laughs) I I don't know how (laughs) helpful this is is that like if you make sure your side hustle is something that you're passionate about then um, making time for it is still an issue but you'll find that your kind of your enjoyment of the process is much greater Um, so it's not to say that like oh if you find a job you love you'll never work a day in your life because that is a bit bit of an annoying quote isn't it like I've got my dream job but yeah, it's still hard work and there's still days where I have to do stuff that I don't really enjoy doing. Um, but my point is, like, if you're starting a side hustle and you absolutely dread sitting down in the evening to do the work for it, or you would much rather go out with your friends at the weekend than, you know, start writing your website or um, reading that book about the industry that you're in, then... I would just say like don't force it like if you are trying to force yourself to start a side hustle doing a job that you don't actually enjoy then is that really the right path for you um so uh, my kind of answer was find something that you are passionate about to do to do your side hustle in because that means that when you will find that you will work more on it you'll put more effort into it you will spend time reading books doing research maybe doing courses um joining facebook groups and talking to people um working on your honing your craft in the evenings and the weekends like you'll do that stuff naturally because you enjoy it and it won't feel like you're doing a full day's work and then at night time working really hard um on starting this business so that's how i wanted to talk about passion projects um and I know it's kind of, it can be difficult to figure out, like, what is my passion? Like, I like I have been there. <laughs> I have 100% been there. I know I give off this air on social media and in my books and in the way I talk that, like, I've always, always been a writer and always known that I wanted to write. And I think, like, I have on a subconscious level, but I also spent a, a long, long time asking myself what is my passion what 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 am I supposed to do with my life what is the thing that I love more than anything else and I, I wouldn't have said writing for a long long time um and it's just that case of like it really was staring me in the face but I didn't quite realize it so if you are sitting there thinking I don't know what my passion is I really don't know like that's cool do not worry um it might take you a while to figure it out it might take you a while of doing um like I say, doing some reading, some research, you know, doing a little um, introductory course to a new subject or doing a skill swap with someone to figure out if you actually like to do that thing. I think this idea that you are born with this 
unshakable passion and that you should know what you want to do from like the moment you are you can speak just isn't a reality uh, I won't go through my whole career history because I feel like I do that in every, in every episode um, but the years when I was working in hospitality from like age 21 to 30 I like was on the internet every night googling like um career quizzes trying to figure out like what should I do for a job like what is my what what is my career destiny what am I passionate about and I didn't realize that writing was really at the core of all that so um for me writing is a passion and it took me a while to figure that out um and as I guess like the reason that it's kind of this has kind of been on my mind recently is that I have had this burning desire for the last year and a half, maybe two years, definitely like started before the pandemic, um, this idea that I would really like to write a novel. And you're probably thinking like, oh, you're a writer, of course you've always wanted to write a novel. But I really haven't. Um, I have written two non-fiction books, my mental health memoir and then my... Uh, the business book out of office. I've written lots of blogs, like personal essays. I've written articles for websites and, and publications. I've always felt really drawn to non-fiction, felt drawn to uh, talking about real life, writing about real life. Like me and my husband have this ongoing joke that if we watch a film and at the beginning it says based on true events, you like I am instantly obsessed I'm like I'm gonna like this because <laughs> anything that's based on a true story or as a documentary anyone who knows me knows I'm really into true crime like I just love non-fiction as a genre it's something I really love to read about and write about so writing a novel something that I just never thought I was capable of didn't think that it was my speciality didn't have much of a drive to do it but um slowly over time people have asked me like would I do it and I kind of just started to think well maybe I've just kind of limited myself uh, and tried to I guess like allow myself to dream that it was possible um and for anyone who doesn't know um about the publishing um kind of industry I have done an episode about how to write a non-fiction book outline if you want to go back and listen to that and on my Instagram I've got a video um, where I answer frequently asked questions about the publishing industry um, so if you're into like getting your book published then you might enjoy those two pieces of content um, but for anyone who doesn't know you can submit a non-fiction book proposal with some sample chapters and you can get a book deal based off of that so you don't need to write the full book to get a book deal which is has been really good for me because I really I work well with deadlines and knowing um that there the stakes are high because this book has to be written because <laughs> you know these publishers have bought the rights to it um but when it comes to fiction you cannot um very rarely get a book deal without actually just writing the full book so all that to say it's a lot of work for me to go down the path of writing a novel there's a lot of risk involved because it can take 
obviously months and months to write a book and then redraft it um, before you let anyone read it and then people might read it, publishers might read it, my agent might read it and go, this is terrible, we don't want it. <laughs> so, uh, so even though I am a full-time writer, I very much feel like my novel is my passion po- project even though from the outside it might look, look like it's writing so it's just part of my business. Um, but I I can't sell that book until I've written it. Like I say, n- nobody might ever want it. So to me, it's very much a passion project. And I've had a bit of a, um, a motivational kind of spike, I would say, over the last few weeks where I've really started to take my novel writing seriously. Um, I have been doing courses and like brainstorming ideas for honestly like about a year, reading books about novel writing, um, writing outlines, writing sample chapters, like I've, I've been dabbling but I've never really set myself any specific goals um, but I've started to really take it quite seriously. So I felt like now was a good time for me to share my tips on how to make time for your passion product because I did it in the beginning when I was side hustling and starting my blog. That was my passion project that I did alongside working in catering. And now I feel like uh, I'm doing it all over again. So that's enough blabbering from me. Let me get down to my tips on how you can make time for a passion project. So first things first, I would say do a big old brain dump. If you... Um, want to I would say get like a notebook that you dedicate to your passion project and that is the notebook that you carry about with you everywhere and you make notes in it so if you're having a conversation with someone and they recommend a book you can write it down in this book or if you are watching a program and something crops up and you're like oh that's that's interesting related to what I want to want to learn more about you can write it in your notebook Um, but in the beginning I would say use that as a place to just brain dump all your ideas um so whether it's your big dream for your passion project um you know maybe you could brain dump all the different stages that you would need to go through to bring it to life if you are maybe you want to get into like designing t-shirts so brainstorm all the ideas that you've got who's your ideal customer um what do you need to learn to actually be able to do this like make a list of all the things you need to research because all all the things that surround your passion project a lot of the time they just kind of float around in our heads and we don't ever write down all the stuff that is entailed and that I think that can make it feel quite stressful I don't know about you but like I feel like a lot of the time I've got lots of mental post-it notes in my head. Like at the moment, I'm like, I need to remember to phone my dad tomorrow. It's Father's Day. Uh, on Tuesday, it's my mom and dad's wedding anniversary. I need to remember and phone them. Um, I've got a doctor's appointment on Monday. I need to remember about that. And it just makes me feel quite anxious and quite stressed and overwhelmed. And I, it means that I quite often just curl up in a ball and go to bed instead of actually doing anything. Whereas if I just write those things down on you know write them in my diary or write them on a to-do list that's like in a visible place I just feel like I can actually get on with my life so brain dump everything that you can think about around your passion project and do that with I would say zero self-control as in like don't judge yourself for all the ideas that you have um 
and allow yourself to dream big. Like if I hadn't allowed myself back in the day to dream that I would one day be able to publish a book, I would never have had the balls to actually start writing up a book proposal. I would never have had the uh, the gall to go along to a, a, the open night that my publisher had. Um, and it was all because I allowed myself, gave myself permission to actually think that that was possible. Um, yeah, so I think a, a brain dump is a great place to start. And then what you can do is set yourself small goals. And I think that's really important. Once you've done the brain dump and you've written down like all your big, big stuff that you want to do, again, don't let that overwhelm you. Um, but pick like one or two things that you think look really achievable. So for example, going back to like if you wanted to start and um, maybe like designing and hand printing your own t-shirts, what's the like what's the thing that you could start with that's quite achievable? Could it be that you um do research into um courses, like do research into local courses uh, or online courses where you can go and learn how to maybe do some screen printing or something like that. I know you can do go and do like day classes on how to screen print which by the way I did at high school and it's actually quite hard screen printing so props to anyone out there who um, is doing screen printing because it really is um, a, a skill that I do not possess. Um, so set yourself some small goals based on your kind of bigger dreams. So for me I guess um, with the when I started writing or when I, when I had that big dream of starting a book or writing a book um, I really didn't think about the book I just committed to um, writing on my blog like three times a week and I was like if I keep writing on my blog then I'll become a better writer and ultimately over time that will make me more confident and give me more ideas to bring this book to life so set yourself small goals and uh, that's what I've been doing this time round with working on my novel so um, up until a few weeks ago I, I had my my fiction book outline I had everything kind of laid out and I was just working on it like I guess like as and when I had time and I wasn't setting myself a, a end date to finish it and I have been getting through it but I just found like I wasn't getting through it as quickly I was as I would like to so I set myself a small goal which was to write 600 words every day um, which I know might seem like a lot if you are not a writer but for me as a professional writer that felt easy like I was like I could do that in an hour no problem um, and an hour a day doesn't seem like too much of a sacrifice so I set myself the goal of 600 words a day and that meant that by the end of the month that I would have added um, because I set it in the middle of the month weirdly um, I set it on the 14th so that by the end of this month I would then have an extra 10,000 words on my manuscript um, and another thing that has really helped me um, focus on this is to track my progress um, and it sounds it sounds like oh well you've set a goal and you'll know by the end of the month if you if you have reached that goal but I um, have found it way way more helpful to have a visual daily kind of checklist so I've kind of it's like very basic just literally a scrap of A4 paper and I've written down the side the date so I've got like 14th of June right down to the 30th of June and I've written at the top my my monthly goal is 10,000 words my daily goal is 600 words and every day 
next to the date at the end of the day I write how many words I've written and it is so so satisfying to see that build up over time and I'm proud to say that every day I have written much much more than 600 words on the first day I wrote 2,000 words the second day I wrote 2,000 words third day I wrote to, uh, 2,600 words um, then like later on I've written like a thousand words here and there so it really is helpful to be able to see the progress and also see that like the days where you maybe don't do as much as you thought you, as you wanted to you feel like you didn't achieve that much it still adds up to the bigger picture so I would say take your brain dump Right, um, make yourself some achievable goals and put them somewhere visual so that you can check them off over time. And if you're um, not sure where to start, if you've got like a big massive list of stuff and you're not, you're like, oh my god, this is overwhelming. Uh, please, please start with the fun stuff. Start with the stuff that looks fun. Start with the stuff that looks easy. So for me, writing a novel that definitely was reading up on. Uh, kind of story structure, reading up on techniques on how to write better fiction. Um, it was also working on the outline, working on the characters. Like I definitely started with um, figuring out who my main character was. Like the stuff that felt fun to me was like, who does she follow on Instagram? Um, what does she wear? How does she think other people perceive her? So I did um, set up like a Pinterest board for my main character, set up a mood board with all her fashion choices and what her Instagram would look like and all that kind of stuff. So, um, and all that stuff has not been wasted and it can feel in the beginning that like, oh, this is fun. So it does, it's not really work. <laughs> but trust me, this is your passion project. So it should be fun to start with the fun stuff. My other piece of advice is to be selective with who you tell about your side project, about your passion project, because um, there is that, I think there is this kind of tendency to tell people, like, tell people, like, you know, when you go on a diet and everyone's like, and I'm not, I don't think you should go on a diet for a start, but you know, when they say like, oh, you should tell everyone you go on a diet so that then like they will call you out when you don't stick to your plan or whatever like that I don't agree with that <laughs> um and people say like you should be vocal about what you're doing so that to kind of bring it to life but I think you should be selective about who you tell because sometimes there's nothing worse than you saying like you get all excited and you're like oh my god I'm gonna I'm gonna um open a llama sanctuary <laughs> in my local town or whatever I don't know is that our llamas your passion um and then what happens is like a month later you've you've been putting in the work behind the scenes you've been reading up on llamas you've gone to see another llama sanctuary to see how they do it and a month later someone comes to you and says like so when are you open your llama sanctuary and you feel like you failed because people don't realize how much work goes into um creating art, building businesses, uh, they expect you to have done it overnight and then if you don't have something to show for it, they might make you feel bad about it. So be selective about who you tell. I do think tell some people, but tell the people who you know are going to encourage you no matter what. So tell the people that you trust and connect with people who are in a similar position. So 
There's so many Facebook groups, so many membership sites out there that I've spoken about loads. I don't, I honestly don't know if there's any llama farm support groups, but if you find one, let me know. Um, <laughs> but find people who are in a similar position to you. So that could be, if it's like an artistic thing, could be joining an, joining an art class. If you are a photographer, it could be like joining a local photography group even like, you know, online or in real life. But connecting with other people who are into the same thing as you is really, really amazing because you can have these conversations with people and they will understand the struggle. They're not going to give you a hard time or they're not going to tell you to jack in like a lot of people will tell you when you start to, when you start a side hustle and other people in traditional employment do not get what you're trying to do. And they're like, just, just jack it in, just go and get another job. Um, so surround yourself with people who understand what you're trying to do and can understand your feelings and your emotions and validate any kind of stumbling blocks that you might be having. Um, that is why my writing um, programs are so powerful because it brings you together with like-minded people who are all struggling in their own way or having small wins in their own um, in their own way. And like just the other day... Um, Erin, I'm sure it was Erin who's in my Inspire Repeat group. We write together every Wednesday night and on the Thursday morning she had messaged saying like this is this is brilliant because I wrote last night and I've woken up this morning feeling motivated to do it again and I've carried on and written again today which is like for writers that's like a huge revelation that's like a really big win but for other people who aren't into writing and don't understand how difficult it is to actually, excuse me to actually sit down and write they're like, I don't get why you're so excited. So being in a little group with other writers is really, really powerful. Um, and it gives you that accountability. I'm huge, huge, huge on accountability when it comes to um, making time for your passion project. So find someone else who, you know, you don't necessarily need to be into the same thing. Like you could be the person making the llama farm and you could find the person who is wanting to get into screen printing and you could agree together you're going to spend an hour every Saturday morning, we're going to get on a Zoom call or we're going to meet up, go for a coffee and we're going to do one hour of work on our passion project. We're going to put our headphones in, we're going to go um, you know, go online and do the research that we need to do, make the phone calls we need to make, put in the time. If you're learning a subject, it could be reading your book. Get together with people and hold each other accountable. It's so, so powerful um, and it's just that making that little bit of effort every week can start to chip away at your bigger project um and for me for writing that is a that's been a huge huge thing for me so i will like i say meet with the inspire rate repeat people every wednesday and we write and um also tomorrow if you're listening to this in real time this is wednesday the 30th of june on thursday the 1st of july the doors open to a, a brand new program that i'm launching is called revive in five and it is a five day accountability program to kickstart your writing routine so we are going to do co-working sessions together so every morning monday through friday monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday from monday the 19th of july we're going to get together on Zoom every morning at 7am for one hour between 7 and 8 and all we're going to do is write together. We're going to be silent on the Zoom call 
Um, there's going to be no distractions, no one to bother you. That's why we do it first thing in the morning so that hopefully you can get up and get that done before you're distracted by work. Um, yeah, and by the end of the week, you will have had at least five hours of writing under your belt. So if you are, you want to kickstart a writing habit or you've got a work in progress that you really want to make headway with, um, you know, as I've just said, I can write about 2,000 words in an hour. So potentially if you're that fast of a writer, could you write 10,000 words in a week um, if you take part in Reviving Five? Just something to think about. Um, so the doors are open for a week if you want to join us. I'll leave the link in the show notes that you can come along and join us if, if accountability is your thing and writing is your thing. Um, so going back to the tips, the thing that I, the mistake I used to always make when I was first starting out um, and trying to spend more time on my blog is that I would not write for like two weeks and I would pin all my hopes on like one weekend so I'd be busy with work and I'd be like all right that weekend I'm gonna like lock myself in my room I'm gonna write from like I'm gonna get up at seven on Saturday morning and I'm gonna write for 12 hours and then the next day I'm gonna do the same um and it's exhausting it's exhausting and personally I'm it just wasn't a healthy way to indulge in my passion didn't feel fun it felt stressful it felt tiring it felt like work and um what would happen was if I did that at the end of the weekend again I then I just wouldn't write for another two or three weeks because I was sick to the back teeth of it um so my kind of through my years of trial and error have definitely learned that little and often is the better approach when it comes to approaching your passion project so like I just said with Reviving Five, an hour a day, even an hour a week, uh, it just makes it so much more achievable. It makes it more enjoyable. Um, and you're just slowly chipping away. Like all those hours will add up over a year. If you do an hour a week over a year, that's 52 hours that you've put into something that you love and it will all add up. And I guarantee that once you start doing little and often, it, will, it means that you will expand on that time as time goes on so if you spend an hour a week I guarantee you that after a few weeks you'll be like I'm really enjoying this I'm going to you know when it comes that the hour is up you'll say I'm just going to do this for another half an hour or actually now I've got into the routine of doing this an hour a week I'm actually I'm not just going to do it on a Saturday morning I'm also going to do it on a Wednesday morning and you just slowly kind of add in these extra habits as time goes on and if you do that and do what I said earlier, track your pro- progress, like visually track your progress on a wall chart or in your diary or something, it honestly will make you so happy to see all those hours add up over time. And I wouldn't worry too much about a routine. As you know, if you go back and listen to the episode that I made a few months ago called Are Routines Really That Good For You? I've never really been into having a regular writing routine. Um, I think it's more. I think consistency is more important than routine. So if if you know writing at the same time every Saturday is good for you and that you like having that structure, then go for it. But me personally, sometimes when I have that set time, um, it stresses me out and I get annoyed and disappointed in myself if I don't stick to it. So if I set my my schedule to write on a Saturday morning and I don't write until Saturday evening I've still done the writing 
but for some reason I feel like a failure. So I would say don't worry too much about having like a really strict routine of what day and what time you work on your passion project. Just make time for it whenever it suits you. Just tell yourself at some point this week I'm going to do it or at some point this day I'm going to do it. At the end of the day it's supposed to be fun and you're fitting it in around your life. You don't want it to take over your life so fit it in whenever suits you. And my final point is to be, is just to be kind to yourself. Please don't push yourself to the edge of burnout like I have in the past. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Um, mental, Your mental health and your well-being should come first. And this is your passion project. So it should be fun and it should be enjoyable. And it should add um, richness and colour and happiness to your life. It shouldn't add stress and it shouldn't... Um, it shouldn't feel like a burden. So please be kind to yourself. If you miss a day, you miss a week, you go a couple of months where you don't work on your thing, it's fine. All the work that you've done up up until that point is not erased because you took a couple of months off to take care of yourself. Ultimately, if you take care of yourself, then your passion project will be better for it in the long run. So that's all from me this week. If you want to learn more about starting a side hustle, the practicalities of it, how to make time for it, how to get your first clients and all that shebang, you would probably like my book Out of Office, which you can get in the show notes. It's available in all the usual places. And remember, if you want to join Revive in 5, the doors are open um, on the 1st of July for a week. And I would love to have you there if you want to start building a regular writing habit. So that's all from me. I will talk to you soon. Bye.